podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, that's a Whatever, fuck it, it's recording down there. You're listening to us uh, from Delco, and uh, uh, the, my name is Beth Heinley, H-E-I-N-L-Y. Uh, Marine Cummings here, Marine Cummings. Marine Cummings is um, M-A-U-R-E-E-N-C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S, and you can find us on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is at Beth Heinley, all lowercase, no space, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y. And Marine's Twitter is at Mocom99, um, uh, lowercase M-O-C-U-M, one M, M as in mom, 99. And, uh, we are in, I don't know, I guess this is episode like 34 or something. Is it? I don't. I have no idea what number it is. It's uh, today is March twenty first, twenty twenty. Yes, we're and we're one week into uh, our COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, one week for assholes, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Two months for politicians that want to bail out their stocks. <laughs> and you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's been a rough one, but uh, our topic today, because even um, worse than everything that's going on, uh, Kenny Rogers passed away this morning. He did. He did. So uh, in honor of Kenny Rogers, our topic for today is Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. I'm lifting my seltzer can up to you. And he really looked like Santa. He really did look like Santa at one point in his life. And, uh, you know, we will be talking about Kenny Rogers, uh, everything that Maureen and I know about Kenny Rogers. Uh, everything from we went through with him. Everything. With him. Yeah, well, because, like, in any celebrity death, the first thing you should do is, is make it all about you. Yeah. And um, so that's what we aim to do. And... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know what else to say about Kenny Rogers. Oh, I mean, well, we'll have plenty to talk about, but I was going to say like, two, uh, it's, you're over the phone and this time instead of, um, for reasons like our schedules or not having enough time to meet up or blah, blah, blah. It's because we're social distancing. Yeah, this is for social distancing, this phone call uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, that's really great. That's really great of us to be doing Yeah, that. we're doing the right thing, being good people. Yeah. Following the rules. Rules. Being good people. Flatten the yeah, curve. Yeah, I like to be a good person. Flatten the curve. Um, yep. I just got back from the grocery store, though, and it was packed. Yeah, I went to the grocery store earlier, and then when I got home, I, like, got a shower, and then I, like, cried for a while. Should (laughs) I take a shower? I was so overwhelmed being in the grocery store and at work the past couple days. I was just like, 
started fucking crying. But I then I took a nap and I feel better now. So you still have work. Yes, I am a veterinary technician, so not only am I considered an essential employee, but it's also like life-sustaining business in Pennsylvania. That's one of the categories that can remain open, and therefore we are remaining open, mm-hmm. but with uh, minimized client contact. So like we're getting the pets from the owners at the car, and like they're not coming in the building. Um and actually, we, just like all the human hospitals, um, have been mandated by the state of Pennsylvania or asked by the state of Pennsylvania. I'm not really sure of, like, the strongness of these things. Uh, but anyway, we have, like, we've canceled all of our elective procedures. So it's, like, only things that are, like, that really need to be done and the pet can't live without it. Okay. But for people who are worried about, you know, if, if veterinary clinics are open, at least in in Pennsylvania, they are. And I think in most places, they are considered uh, essential. Well, that I get my cat food delivered to my vet because they're on, like, a special cat food that you can't get at the pet store. Yeah. So I hope my vet stays open because my cat's food literally comes from there. I would give them a call and um, see what how they are with food because we ran out of food, and I think like Chewy is on back order for like a lot of things. Um, so yeah, there's definitely like a run on pet food just as there is on human stuff. Well, I'm on um, auto ship with my Chewy. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't and it know gets how that deli- works. And it I don't gets delivered. Check on it. Okay. I mean, they said that my vet sent out an email saying that they're still accepting food packages, but like, oh good, everything okay. changes so quickly. You know, exactly. like I yep. never know what's happening next week, and it's not like I'm not home, so I could get the package delivered to my house. Right. Gotcha. But, um, yeah. So I'm under. I'm a non-essential um, worker. So I just um, filed for unemployment this morning. Yeah. Actually. Good. Um, Good. Ugh, so, Beth, I'm so sorry. I mean, it's okay. I actually don't really care about about not working and collecting unemployment. I mean, I'm gonna be. Oh, I'll yeah. get my job back. It's actually like you know whatever. Um, and also, I'm very used to being poor, so I don't really. I'm not like a fa- it's not like life changing for me. It's like well, I think that's an advantage because like I have had like horrible times in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like well <laughs> like here's you know I'm like you know I'm a I'm a scrapper. Like yeah. I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. Like and now like you know what I mean and I've like gone through all that shit and like you really put yourself in some horrible positions when mm-hmm. you do that. So it's almost like a relief when it's not your but like you already know how to like kind of you know get things done and stretch your dollar I guess is what I'm saying that kind of thing yeah yeah Um, I'm like I've always been poor (laughs) you've had to adapt in the past like strongly yeah so I think that adaptability in your past can help you in these kind of crisis situations I mean I've lived off um, unemployment for like a year before like because I was also after the 2008 recession I worked yeah, in picture framing, and that was like yeah, you did. N- nobody was getting pictures framed. So I lost my job, 
And I was on unemployment for a while after that. And um, even like restaurant jobs where people weren't going out to eat as much. Like it was fucking tough. So I'm very used to applying for unemployment and, and stretching out that check and living off of it. So I'm not really um, that scared. And in this situation, it's like even better because I know eventually like my I'm going to go back to work. It's just that, you know, it's like temporary um versus Good. when you're uh, straight up unemployed and and you're looking yeah, for jobs no and prospects. yeah and there's no jobs and that's like actually worse than being what they call on furlough but like um right. yeah so there's that uh i remember the last time we talked was just at the beginning of this and i was like freaking yeah. out because i had a sore throat um yeah so it's been like 14 days i still have this weird kind of sore throat but i'm leaning towards like maybe it's allergies because it nothing more has come from it at all yeah my i mean my allergies have been acting up for like they've been worse in the past like couple weeks and then I ran out of my allergy medication a few days ago and they got a lot worse luckily I got some more today but um, um that's yeah. been fucking with my head you know I know a yeah. lot of people have allergies and are like oh my god do I have COVID-19 yes my understanding is that COVID-19 is more it moves into a like a deeper lung involvement whereas allergies are like in your, you know, it's like your head and your upper respiratory system. Yeah. Like, your, but not down in your lungs. But I, though, this first week has been very unproductive. I literally haven't, I thought I was going to get, like, a bunch of shit done. But I've literally just been, like, reading, like, news articles, being on Twitter, on my phone, all fucking day. Is what I've been doing. I feel like... That will happen to me. That happens to me my days off. I'm like, I'm going to do this, 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 and mm. this, and I get into a Twitter hole. Yeah. I was going to go to bed early last night. I was in a Twitter hole till fucking 1130, and I came home exhausted, and I was like, ah, like, I'm just so, I am so anxious, not mm. sleeping well, you know, it's just, and I know it's the same for everybody, and it is so crazy emotionally for everybody like everyone is being basically everyone's going to come out of this with an experience of trauma like every person is going to have ptsd from this because what happened was we had all of our normal situations that like we were used to and the world seemed safe to us and then like suddenly now the world is not safe and that is like one of the textbook like descriptions of what happens with trauma and post-traumatic stress disorder mm -hmm. and this is going to be really drawn out so you're going to have like complex ptsd you're going to have like your stress hormones are up for like long periods of time which is why it's really important to like if you can get into some meditation or yoga or anything that like gets your blood pressure down that can really really help you to avoid having like really bad uh, outcomes with the trauma aspect of this yeah, I think I picked a really good time to be, like, sober, too, because... I think so, too. I think you did, too. And I, I'm grateful I am. Yeah, because I feel like alcohol would not be a good mix with this shit. Honestly, nope. like, I think even people, like, who are just, like, what, social drinking or yeah. whatever the hell you call it, but, like, I... It's bad for your immune system, and then... Yep. It kind of, like, makes you even more depressed, yeah. So yeah, and when you go from like 
being running around all the time to like a full stop it is really easy to drink too much mm-hmm. and then like once you get into that daily drinking it, it depends on how susceptible you are to it but like it can become a problem and I know that from personal experience yeah and uh yeah so that's like I guess we'll we'll like through this do we'll add a section to our podcast um so that means now we have five sections in our podcast before we get started we'll add a section on COVID-19 to our podcast in the beginning and talk about um how we're doing things we learned um you know uh stuff like that related to COVID and then our other sections um, we'll get into uh, will be we do the apology section, then we do racist confessions, um, then we do uh, let's see recap. Um, oh, and Delaware County, and then we get to our topic. So, are you excited about covering all those um, t- those segments? Too many sections, Beth. I think it's too many sections. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, let's get them get a move on. Um well, well, just like real quick before we move on, I just want to like um some other like covid stuff, like recent covid stuff this week. So now it went from um like social gatherings to like 10 people to being like don't go yeah. out to being oh my like God. Uh, now no one's working except for grocery store workers and other essential people. Everybody's out of a job. I can't even, I I was going to apply for unemployment on Friday, but apparently the website crashed. Um, so many people going on unemployment right now. The Joe Joe Biden hasn't been seen and since Tuesday. I know, where the fuck is he? He's dead. I think Joe Biden's dead. And um, Bernie's been doing live streams all week, like, bringing it. Mm-hmm. He's, got, he's got all the plans. He's there, like, um, with Congress and, you know, um, in the House, like, fighting for... In the House! Bernie in the House! Fighting for workers' rights and um, totally calling the GOP people on their shit, like, trying to bail out airlines and crews. Hey people like they're already starting to try to do the same thing they did in the 2008 recession which was just bail out the banks and it's like yeah they're they're corrupt to begin with like and all of these workers are now out of work and maybe just maybe for once we could stimulate the economy by like helping the working people yeah exactly like so people can spend their money and help businesses grow and like oh my god god forbid but like maybe start their own businesses oh my god like i hate i hate the argument that oh no we we need to do this to stimulate the economy we don't need to save these corporate fucking fucks to save the economy that's like you put the money into the working class like um, and also, I mean, Medicare for all is getting, um, a, a lot more people are into Medicare for all because guess what? Everyone just lost yeah. their fucking job. So nobody yeah, has and, health uh, insurance. Yeah. How, what do you need to have healthcare in America? Like I'm a fucking job. I hate to be like an asshole in this way, but everyone who ever argued against Medicare for all who doesn't have a job right now, Hey, fuck you. who said yeah, I want a, I want a choice I want my choice of healthcare <laughs> yeah you got your choice this was your choice yeah you don't have a fucking choice 
you don't have any health care now. So, um, although I should say a lot of those people are managerial. Well, you can go on Obamacare. What's that? They can go on Obamacare, although it's probably fucking awful. The plans are probably fucking awful compared well, to what they had through their job. I I don't know, like, first off, if it's too late to apply for that, like, right now. Like, you have to do it, um... I heard on the radio that they... I heard something about them opening, uh, enrollment again. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if it's done or if it's true, but I heard it on NPR, like, a week or two ago. Yeah. Like, just, like, a little blurb about it. Um, and I was like, oh, that's good, because we really need that. I mean, I have a pretty good plan, but it's, like, an HMO, which is fucking annoying. Um, But I have, like, a zero deductible. Um, But I do have, like, co-pays. Like, um, it's, like, $30 to go see the doctor, and then it's, like, $75 to go see a specialist. And then there's other co-pays on other bullshit and stuff like that. But Do you have to stay in network? Yeah, you have to stay in network. That is a huge problem for people when they get hospitalized. Yeah. And I know that you know this from Bernie talking about it. Yeah, I do know this. Um, I'm with Jefferson, though, which in Philadelphia is, like, pretty much it. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a good network. Yeah, exactly. So that's – I'm aware of that, but I was like, well, with this, like, Jefferson pretty much is Philadelphia's healthcare system, so it's fine. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so in any case – I have a pretty good plan, but I also have to pay an extra $100 a month. But, yeah, I think that the marketplace that you could find as good of a plan as you had when you were working and your boss paid for it, but you'll see how expensive it is. Because you you will get, like, first off, you have to be really fucking poor like me to even get a tax credit. So if you're, like, reporting at that, I don't even know what their tax credit. I don't know how that would even work. But yeah, who uh, the fuck knows? I don't. Who knows how they're gonna do any of this shit? Yeah. I mean, this is so, like our society is collapsing. Nothing is ever going to be the same. Hence, the my prediction of some trauma related issues. Where, like in addition to obviously all the health issues, like yeah. I think there's gonna be anyway. Not gonna go there. Um, Bernie's campaign also just did a fundraiser for COVID-19 that went to Meals, um, Meals on Wheels. There was another thing for, like, restaurant workers. I donated to it, um, and they raised in 48 hours $2 million for these charities. That is wonderful. Yeah. So, I'm, like, kind of just disgusted with this fucking country because you just see over and over again how Bernie is right. And is a good fucking person and is like doing these live streams. What's that? Has integrity. Has integrity and is doing these live streams because he knows people are scared and need like, like a, a leadership at this point in time. And like, yeah, I'm just disgusted that this country doesn't just fucking see that. And that like Joe Biden is like leading in delegates. It's just totally really messed up and I it makes me be like I really do think the elections are rigged because I it doesn't fucking they make are. sense it doesn't it's, it's who has money it's who has money and who's not to mention they made they everyone are. go out and vote in the middle of this fucking a pandemic and then shut I down know, half the polls they shut down half the polls then have everybody had mm-hmm. everybody go out um like I was phone banking for Bernie like that Saturday before and I really did feel like, I was like, I don't like 
being like, are you going to vote for Bernie on Tuesday? Um, yeah. That part of the script. Although, like, we did further say, well, you know, there's probably going to be cancellations. We don't know what's going on, but we can text you a link, you know, to keep you updated on what, right. what what's going on with polling stations and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, in the state of Pennsylvania... You can do a mail-in ballot, so all our Delco listeners, if uh, you're voting for Bernie, get your mail-in ballot at votespa. I think it's .org, or, you know, I mean, you can just Google, you know, mail-in ballot Pennsylvania, and the website will pop up, but um, you have till April 21st to send your application in, Um, but... And then, like, you can – it has to be received in the mail by the April 28th. Um, so I highly recommend requesting a mail-in ballot because there's going to be some fuckery. If anything – Yeah, there is. I, re- is yeah. I really hope that Bernie doesn't drop out just because, like, I think, I like – People our, need to see. Yeah, people need to, like, get, get have a right to vote, but – and, and also, like, I am kind of, like, against everyone being, like, we just need to cancel everything. Bernie needs to drop out and Biden's the nominee. Blah, blah, blah. That's it. We're done. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, because that's, like, making it seem like it's, it is stupid. Like, we should be, like, voting should be, like, the most important priority out there. Like, that's our democracy. Right. That's our government. That's how we're going to, like, get through the fucking pandemic. And to just, like like push it aside like that is like really fucked up to me and I really hope that that's not you know what happens so I think mail-in ballots I think across the board a lot of states are gonna get into the mail-in ballots like I mean there's also that weird thing you could never do a mail-in ballot in Pennsylvania until just recently like you had to get an absentee ballot and have like a valid excuse for 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 why you're absent so Uh Anyway, um, that's that's all I have. I think that's I'm good on talking about COVID. I think I got all my COVID. All right. The cool. grocery store was scary. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, it's just mm. I'm exhausted of like wiping everything down and not touching my face, and like I just have been like out in the world for the past three days, and by the end of doing that at the grocery store, it was just, it's just like so much. It's mm-hmm. so much, and I, I feel like I feel like now everybody does know what I'm talking about. Like, if I said this two weeks ago, that it was so overwhelming to go to the grocery store, people would be like, you're mentally ill. Although, I, it is overwhelming for me to go to the grocery store anyway, but, like, uh, yeah, I, it is fucking overwhelming. I already hate going to the grocery store. Like, yeah, this girl was, like, rushed and, like, walked in front of me, and I really very almost, like, fucking hit her in the back of the head. I, yeah. I mean, because I already hate people. And now I'm in a pandemic and people are acting really fucking annoying. Yeah. And they're gross. They're germy fucking Mm -hmm. gross germ carriers. Like we all like have to look at each other like that now. And it's like really fucked up. Um, but yeah, I, I, now I'm like, uh, like seriously at my work, I'll touch like dog shit. And I'm like, I would rather touch this than another person's hand right now. (laughs) Not kidding. Like I'm so less grossed out by it. Like I'm like, whatever, this is not going to hurt me. (laughs) Um, let's move into the apology section. I will start off by saying first that I apologize for saying that I want to punch people at the grocery store. That is, you know, just get it out right now. I would never do that. 
like that lady who stole the toilet paper from that old lady. And did you see that video? <laughs> no, what happened in the video? Oh, it was like, um, first off, my observation is I believe, I think it's um, the person who, there's always somebody there that films these things, <laughs> that records this. Obviously, because we all have lady. And doesn't help or anything, but just straight up records it. And I'm like, that's Satan right there. That's like shape-shifting Satan is always here to record, you know, the nasty (laughs) moments of humanity to to upload to Twitter and incense the masses. But, um, yeah, this woman was hoarding toilet paper. Her cart was, like, completely full of toilet paper. And there was just one thing of toilet paper left. And this old lady went to go get it. She was by herself, too. And the woman, like, tries to grab it out of her hands. And the woman, it's the last one. And the old woman's, like, like not letting go. And then the woman, like, raises her hand. Like, she's about to slap the old lady. And then these, like, uh-huh. two younger people, like, go and, like, pull the old lady towards them with the toilet paper. And they're, like, hey, hey. Because this woman was about to slap her. And then she was oh like, God. yeah, and then she was like, she just like, the woman just like hops off. She's like, oh, and then she just like walks away with her cart full of fucking toilet paper. It was fucking crazy. I was like, dude. Yeah, it's nuts. So and all the grocery many- stores are like, don't take more than four. Don't take more than two. Mine said one, one per customer. And it was, the shelves are empty of everything. Even the butt wet butt wipes, like you know, the wet flushable wipes. People are scared to death of not being able to wipe their ass. I know. Well, I saw actually. I would. I actually should have like remembered who on. Like I should have remembered the person's handle, but someone on Twitter put like people are hoarding toilet paper because it's like the one thing that we feel like we can control, and that actually was the only reason that has made sense to me so far. Um, I, from the last episode, our last episode was, let's talk about the last episode. Then maybe I can like drum up some apologies because I used to take notes and, um, pretend they were people writing in to ask us to apologize, but I'm really sick. I got really sick of doing that. Um, but I just want to point out that the reason why, fucking liar, liar. the reason why we have an apology section is because we're two white women and we're from the suburbs and it's literally like our duty to apologize to, I got nothing to apologize for. And because also like if there's something like happens that's offensive or just downright fucking wrong in this country, nine times out of 10, there's a white woman behind it. Uh, like Elizabeth Warren, like Elizabeth Warren's, um, donor. For her super, mm-hmm. her persist pack. Uh, I saw a headline about that, but I didn't read about it. I forget the woman's name. I forget her name. Uh, her name's like Karen. <laughs> um, yeah, of course it is. It would be. Yeah, her well, name's Karen. Karen. Yeah, her name's Karen, and uh, she was rich. To, she was married to a rich dude. They got divorced, and uh, she's been putting millions of dollars into like. Um, campaign since through her divorce. She's like a hill dog supporter. Uh, she also like voted for this one sheriff or donated a shit ton of money um, into this one sheriff's campaign that was a part of putting kids in cages at the border at Tijuana. Um, so she's a fucking rich piece of shit. 
and that's the dark money that was in Elizabeth Warren's um, super PAC. So I'd like to apologize for that woman, that white woman, on behalf of all white women, all the Karens out there. We are sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll about apologize that. for that, too. Yeah. On behalf of white women. Yeah, I'll put my hat in that ring. Sure. Sorry about that. We're sorry. Um, We're sorry. But so I, sorry. We, we talked about antinatalism, so... I guess I would just say I'm sorry to any um, parents that we might have offended by yeah. talking about um, not wanting to have children or saying that it's immoral to have children, which, like, reminds me, too, like, I've been seeing people tweet, like, I wonder how many pregnancies are going to be going on once we have the COVID, COVID-19 pregnancies. Right, yeah, not a good idea to get pregnant right now, guys. <laughs> really fucking bad idea, you guys. Think about it, you fucking idiots. Like, put your dick and your pussy in your fucking pants and stop and fucking think before you get pregnant right now because that means you're going to the hospital and yeah. you're going to get fucking sick and guess what's going to happen to your baby? Like, I don't know. It could die. It could be born all fucked up because you had to get pregnant right now. Like, what kind of, like my antenatal assault for you. Um, I'm just like, what kind of person, what kind of selfish fucking person would be like in the middle of a pandemic, like, I want to have a baby. <laughs> you know what? The same thing as a selfish person. And actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I don't know, play devil's advocate or maybe just be compassionate. Like, everybody is reacting to this in whatever way. Like, it's like a panic reaction. And, like, think about, like, if you're either somebody who's young or somebody who has, like, a really strong, like, parenting, reproductive, like, drive emotionally or whatever. Like, if I think, I think if this happened when I was, like, in my early 20s, you knew me back then, Mm -hmm. what would I be doing? I probably would have hopped a cheap flight to fucking Florida for spring break. Like, because I would have went crazy. But, like, also, like, when you're that age, like, all your body wants to do is, like, find someone to have sex with and like reproduce and like when you think you're gonna die that gets even stronger when like you're of reproductive I age think you're being ageist because i wasn't like that when i was in my 20s i mean i just feel like there was this restlessness in me when i was younger that i don't have now and like that i i think when i was younger i would have reacted differently and i think young people naturally like will respond differently than older people but the thing is like there's you know what every age has because like everybody's like oh the boomers like our parents are going to church and they're not you know they're not staying home and Mm -hmm. blah blah like all of us are not perfect with this i just thought of something else to apologize from the last episode um there's a point in the episode you'll have to go back and listen to it but it's it's totally audible that you can hear gus peeing in the toilet (laughs) And like when why I, are you standing that close to him when he's I, I'm the not toilet? we don't have a bathroom door and we also yeah, like don't have any furniture so like everything you do in this house is like completely echoed but like I was listening to an episode I was like at first I was like is Marie peeing while we're podcasting because you hear like the pee and that I was like so funny. I would I wouldn't put it past you I would imagine yeah I was just gonna say I would yeah I mean um and then you heard the toilet flush and then I was like that's far away and I was like that's totally when Gus um because I remember when he flushed the toilet and I was like oh you're totally gonna be out of here that um but yeah you totally heard him pee and then flush the toilet so I guess that's that's actually pretty offensive to have people listen to that so I want to apologize for our unprofessional podcast and um having to listen to my boyfriend pee sorry sorry about that I mean 
That Although, sucks for some of you might be into that though. Some of you might be into that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess uh, I I. Uh, don't I don't know what else to apologize for uh, from the last episode. Uh, oh, and you know what? Did I get any white lady? Let me see if I got any. I forget if I saved any. I made a I made a album for um, white lady apologies. Oh, here we go. All right, great. So I have a great white. I almost forgot about this. This is a great white lady apology from. Um, hello. 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 Can you hear me? Oh hey. Hey. Yeah, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, I'm here. Oh, you are. Um, so yeah. the week of the end of Elizabeth Warren's campaign, people who worked for Elizabeth Camp uh, Elizabeth Warren's campaign asked Elizabeth Warren to write the hex code of the um, green for the Statue of Liberty that was used in her campaign. And then they went to uh, the tattoo shop and got it tattooed on their wrists. And, um, so here's the tweet interaction. Your girl, this is who? This is, um, her name's, uh, uh, Raquel Bretternitz. And, um, she used to work for the campaign. I don't, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know anything about this fucking person. I heard person. something about this, but I didn't know it was someone who actually worked for the fucking campaign. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, it says your girl in a Julian Castro shirt and a fresh new at Elizabeth Warren tattoo. Uh, hashtag B7E4CF forever. Okay, so here's the response. Um, so this person responds, Jesse uh, says, I understand the significance of this for you, but as a Jewish person who had family in the Holocaust, this tattoo is pretty offensive. Also, I get it. I'm a graphic designer too, but... There are so many better ways to use the Warren design than this. And then Raquel um, responds with, Hi, it's her handwriting and my partner is Jewish. I'm so, so sorry it feels that way for you. But I promise I thought about that and chose placement so it wouldn't be seen on the outer arm. So she thought that it did look like um, a tattoo from the Holocaust. But she did it anyway. Yeah, but she did. Thought that it was like she could like tweak it a little bit, and it would not, and it like it would be fine, even though it looked like a fucking Holocaust tattoo. Yeah. So cool. here's her apology. Thanks a lot, white women. Once again. Well, I don't, I don't know if she's white. She might be. She's she non-Jewish. looks white. She's just not not non Jewish. She's just non Jewish. Um. Uh, yeah, y'all are right. I shouldn't have tried to explain. I should have sat back and listened. I fucked up and I'll be modifying the tattoo. I would never want to make anyone feel unsafe by something to me that to me is a nerdy in joke. Thanks for calling me out. So that's their white lady apology. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the only one I have. That's, yeah, that's, but, uh, I thought, oh, well, it goes on too, because there's also this like weird quote from Elizabeth Warren during like a bankruptcy filing trial. And she was like talking about, um, middle-class families in debt. And it's like either, you know, piles of cash or blood and teeth. I'm totally fucking up. Yeah. I'm totally fucking up the thing. But she, she was basically saying blood and teeth on the ground. So I guess that's like getting punched in the face or something. I don't fucking know. Oh, like a, like a loan shark or something? Yeah, exactly. 
basically like you're gonna get the shit beat out of you unless you give them all your money i guess so i guess that's what it is i read it a few times like honestly i was like i don't give a fuck about this at all but all of her followers are really into it and one of her campaign slogans is blood and teeth which which this one girl got it tattooed on her head she shaved her head and got blood and teeth tattooed on her head and it Guess what? It's very similar. It looks like a white supremacist tattoo because... I was just going to say, that sounds like a really white supremacist thing. Yeah, and blood and teeth is, and blood and soil is like a Nazi um, oh. uh, thing. Yeah, saying blood oh and soil. Oh my god! Yeah. So the fact that that girl got blood and soil and then the girl with that was with her, they went together, got the Jewish... I mean... They're not fucking sorry. They knew exactly what they were doing. Like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, maybe they didn't, though. It's, I don't know. Maybe, I guess if they didn't fucking know. I mean, the thing is, too, even if I was, like, in the campaign and Elizabeth Warren's like, I want blood and teeth to be my thing, I would have been like, uh, don't you think that's a little too close to blood and soil? Like, not a good look. Don't want to do that. Not to talk down to you or anything like that, but... You know, it's uh, it looks like you know you're kind of being anti-Semitic, so don't do that. I don't know. Um, well, in any case, uh, big big white lady discrepancies there, or big white ladies. This is why white women need to apologize so much because honestly, we just don't know. We just didn't think. We just didn't think. Yeah, we didn't know. And we just we, didn't know, know. We thought about it, and then we thought if we did it the same but this way. That it would, it be, would fine. be fine. It's fine. And we can't believe you're upset, and we would never want to hurt anybody. You know what, though? We never want to hurt anybody. Thanks for calling us out. We don't want you to be unsafe. Right. Yes, you do. Thank you. I don't want to make. Thanks. I don't want anyone to feel unsafe around me with blood and teeth tattooed on my yeah, fucking on my, head. My shaved head. <laughs> and my fucking Holocaust tattoo. <laughs> Like, you're too young to have been in the Holocaust. Wait a second. Okay, so here's the best part of it all. So, um, the hex code, it's the wrong hex code for the color green for the Statue of Liberty. They got it wrong. <laughs> so it's not even the right hex code. So it's like when you, when people go to get, like, a, uh, like a Japanese symbol, and, like, they're like, I wanted to say tranquility, and it says, like, loser. Yeah. <laughs> basically yeah um so uh that's that's some white lady apologizing um let's roll you're right welcome. in by the way you're, you're welcome for the apology everyone you're welcome you're fucking welcome we're sorry and like when we're talking about this we're laughing at them but we're also laughing at ourselves because as white women we we get it and um we're apologizing on their behalf okay i mean so if you look at the three it's our demographic books. What's that? Like we've, I said, if you look at the three o'clock book, like we've definitely fucked up. I've definitely fucked up back in the day, back in the nineties. Um, well, we were, we were talking about racism in a woke way though. We weren't being, we weren't literally being racist. We were like, yeah, but I feel like there's things in there that like people would not get now and they would not understand at all. That is sarcasm and. Like, that's the thing, is, like, the joke was that, to us, was that it was fucked up. Yeah. Like, it, it was, but, it's like, some humor. other people, I feel like today, that would not, I don't think that exists anymore. 
Yeah. If someone sees it and they just have a, like a visceral reaction and feel offended by it, then like it's offensive. I think PC, I think PC culture actually has gotten to a point in this country where, um, it's actually become like, like passe or, you know, um, not avant-garde or, being like or post PC. Yeah, I think we're moving into a post PC world. Like for instance, one like instance of that, like one of the reasons why a lot of people aren't ex- weren't excited about the Hillary Clinton campaign or whatever because they don't want to be a part of this woke liberal crowd. And a right. lot of it is like you see that these people are being PC and and like all correct and they're doing their virtual virtue signaling on their Twitter feeds, but in actuality they're about to go to the tattoo shop and get a Holocaust tattoo. Like right. so or like vote for Joe Biden. I think we're something. we're post that because people realize that being PC is just a shallow gesture. There's nothing real to it. So it's like I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I so I'm I stand like, by our work. And mindful. I stand by the three o'clock book. PC is different. I stand by the three o'clock book. That's all I'm saying. I I I'm not apologizing. I think there's some things in there that I I'm sure I could apologize. Well, we were like 16 too, like so. I know. Um, and we weren't draw. We were drawing for each other, like not like, you know, uh, each other and our friends, but like you know, it's different. Yeah. Anyway, so um. On to racist confessions. Maureen, maybe you can, like, pull from your memory something that you drew in the 3 o'clock book for your racist confession. Oh, my God. Um, well, you know what? Here's, this is, like, a really, uh, this is a really poignant one right now because it was, like, <laughs> it was a cartoon that I drew called Starving People in China. That's, I was actually thinking of that one. That one's super funny. Like, I feel like if someone, like, opened the thing and looked like, they would be like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Like, (laughs) Well, so why don't you explain a comic to everyone? So basically the joke in the comic is that it was like, because, all right, we were teenagers. We were, like, 15, 16, Mm -hmm. and, like, we were bored, so we would always go to get ice cream. Mm-hmm. and the cartoon is like us eating ice cream sitting there and like one of us is like no I don't it's, want it it's anymore. me and like I the other you, you say I don't want it anymore yeah because yeah. I would always finish my ice cream yeah um, <laughs> yeah but you'd be like oh no I'm full like and I'd be like what <laughs> so like I'd be like what I'd be like and and in anyway in the cartoon I say they're starving people in China, Beth. And then the starving people from China, like, come out from my Well, first, I'm a, I'm a cocky bitch to you. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then they do come. The starving yeah. Chinese do come. They come out the from a, under the couch. And, yes. Um, your caricature is very... Well, it's very specific. It's very specific. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's, uh, you just see, like, a close-up of, like, their eyes, and then you see, like, a close-up of, like, their shiny hair, and then you see, like, a close-up of, like, gas teeth. That's the I forgot, yeah, you put a shine in their hair. They do have shiny uh-huh. hair. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Jealous. Jealous, mm-hmm. by the way. I'm jealous yeah, of that. Yeah, I am, I am, uh, I feel like that was a, uh. <clears throat> if I had known more about the world, I probably wouldn't have done that, but it, it happened and it's there and it's preserved forever. There was a, and that's that. There was an Asian woman. And me, you know, me and Pres- President Trump is also racist against the Chinese. 
Yes, he's calling oh, COVID. Like good company. <laughs> he's calling COVID the Chinese virus now. Fucking asshole. Um, I mean, yeah, if we were still three o'clock booking um, during this, we'd have so much material. Oh my god, that's true. <laughs> um, if I end up getting, if I end up being out of work, I'm just gonna have to force myself to draw every day. Oh, you should. Yeah, you should yeah, be drawing I now. I don't know if I'll be able to do that, but I know. But I'm just like so. I don't. It's hard. I don't know why it's hard for me to sit down and journal or draw and things like that. It's everyone, really hard for me to focus at the end of the day. Everyone who draws comics doesn't like it. You're not the only one. Yeah, it's weird. You're not like, alone. It's weird. We don't but like then, it. And, and my creativity doesn't work mm-hmm. like that. Like I have to. I get like these lightning bolts of creativity now and again, and I will make something, and it just like comes out of me, and I can't force it. Although maybe if I was disciplined, I would be able to. But I'm just like not a very disciplined person. It's not my personality. Um, there was an Asian woman in the line at the grocery store um, today, and she was wearing a mask, and I was like, of course, because she's Asian. But I was off. <laughs> But I was also like, damn, I wish I wore my mask because I was like, you know what? If I Your was... mask was just so beautiful. What? What? Your masks that you made? Yeah, I have really nice, um, also though, fashionable. I have, I have like a couple masks, but like, yeah, I was like, I have it and I've been like, uh, should I wear my mask to the grocery store? But I don't want to be whatever. Anyway, when I saw her though, I was jealous because I was like, you know what? If I was Asian, I would not fucking care. I'd be wearing my mask because I'm Asian and I'm allowed to wear my mask. Why are Asians allowed to wear their masks? What are you talking about? Because what? people in China, like, wear masks all the time anyway. Like, it's like... Because of SARS. Well, also because of pollution. Like, they're the it's really uh, polluted in the cities and stuff. It's just, like, completely... It's not abnormal to wear them. They're comfortable wearing them. But, like, here, I mean, it's still fucking weird. Like, you feel like if you're wearing it, you're causing, like, people around you to feel to uncomfortable. Yeah, like... Yeah. To, no, it, if you have, if you wear one now, and you should actually, I'm like, why? If you have one, like, why not wear one? But also, if you're sick, you should wear one if you're out. But you really shouldn't be out. But actually, yeah, not. well, there's that, and then I don't want people to think I'm sick if I'm wearing it. But I also, right. I kind of want to wear one because, like, I was at the grocery store, and this woman was like fucking coughing, not covering her mouth. We were like by the dairy. I was like, you fucking bitch. But, so what is the material? Because like there's a but certain she, material. That she was has black though, so I can't call her a bitch because then you know. Oh no! Yeah, you can't do that. No. Uh, white woman. Uh, I can't. Yeah. So, but in any case, cover your fucking mouth. Just yeah, you, you sneeze into the crook of your elbow. Anyway, fucking, I and don't touch me. I don't wish I had fucking a, touch me, anyone. Well, no that's touching. people are not social distancing in line, like. I was I was doing it. I was social distancing, and then the person would be like, then the person would be like, right the fuck behind me. I'd be like, do you see what I'm doing? You should be doing this. People seem to think that the grocery store like doesn't work as like the same as the rest of the world because like everybody's like, oh, Janet, blah blah blah. Like, and walking around, right, you know, with mm-hmm. each other, talking, and, like, neighbors, like, you know what I mean? Not from, obviously not from the same household because of how they're greeting each other. And, like, a lot of people at the grocery store near me were, seemed aware. Like, some of them were, like, wearing gloves, which, I mean, I don't know. Nobody, I, I've heard conflicting things about the gloves, but, like... Um, you know, it just suggests to me that they're like aware, yeah. whereas like some people were obviously just not. 
Um, we should move on to, I'm going to say that's my racist confession. Um, yeah, I definitely, I dropped it. I, I, you know what? That has been bothering me. I'm glad I got that out. Cause like every time I think of that cartoon or come across it, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like there's going to yeah. be a day that I have to talk about this. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you talked about it. And you know what? I still think it's funny. And I mean, it makes me laugh. It was, a fu- you know, it's one of, it's one of my better cartoons as far as like comedic, like structure yeah i mean i think it's uh i mean it's supposed to be like what's going on and then a punchline here's the thing the way that i took it was it was racist to say there's it's xenophobic to say there's starving people in china which is a normal like phrase that was from the 80s that was said to us when we wouldn't eat our dinners and like like indian style too indian style was a way to sit when we were in grade school yeah indian style yeah so like i felt like you were um doing racist racist stereotypes to call to point to that and how ridiculous the whole comic is and how ridiculous it is that there's these starving people in China that are going to come and eat my ice cream and come out from underneath the couch. Like, so, (laughs) I mean, I stand by your comic. I think it's fine. But, um, I I actually think it's got like a lot of like, there's like a few things, you know, you have like the surprise value of like, not like, Oh, we're sad for them. But like, yes, they're coming for your food. Like that's never what it meant. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, next topic or next, uh, segment would be Delaware County. So you're listening to us from Delco. I decided to add another segment. So now we have, we have COVID-19 section. We have the apology section. We have, which, which also we did recap in there. Um, and then we have racist confessions. Now we're moving on to Delco. Two O's from Delco. What's our Delco situation here? What do we got for our Delco listeners? Well, okay. I, my phone is being slow. So there's something about in the Delco times, a person claiming to have coronavirus puts Delco courthouse and shelter in place, but I can't get to the website. So there's some news for you in Delco. Shelter. Well, haven't they been shelter in place for like a week? I don't, I don't know. I mean, no, I, thought, I don't know. No, Del- I don't think that I, it's not like that. It's not shelter oh. in place because I'm in basically my work is on the line of Monco and Delco. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just only life sustaining businesses mm-hmm. are to be open in, in Delaware County right now, I believe is the case. Um, trying to get like a more recent update about Delaware County. Well, I think Delaware um, County's got like, I mean, we're at, in Philadelphia, we're at like 40 some people have the COVID, uh, who can be tested anyway. Um, right. cause there's so, so, that's how many positive tests were done. That has nothing to do with how yeah. many cases there are. Yeah. But no one's died. Um, so that's good. Uh, my, my mom's in Delaware County. Uh, she, she's just been like going to, um, the parks. She said that Ridley Park was really busy on Sunday or, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm losing track of days. Was really busy yesterday, which was Friday. Yeah. Um, because it was like 70 degrees out and everything and everyone went out. Um, 
so apparently everyone's, you know, getting outside if they can. Um, uh, there's like, where was she saying? It's Essington Park. Is that what it is? It's near the Delaware River. That's, oh, a, that's, that's another park you can go yeah. to in yeah. Delaware County if you need to go out for a walk or whatever. Um, she also said my mom reported that there was hardly any planes leaving in the sky. She was there for like a half an hour and she didn't see one airplane, which normally you would see a lot coming in and out of the airport. Um, that's like, you know, I don't, I didn't read anything more on COVID cases on the news. So Delaware County, as of eight hours ago, uh, 33 patients. Okay. Um, Montgomery County, 71, which is what has Whoa. been considered the hotbed, Montgomery County. Philadelphia County, sexy 69 patients. All right. 69. And once again, zero deaths. Um, I, you know, I did just read really sad in New Orleans, a woman who's 39, our age, um, she had COVID and she died in her house by herself. Horrible. Um, she was trying to get tested, but it was like, at the time, like she thought she had it, but there was only like five tests available in the whole fucking city. And she was like, felt bad and was like, oh, well, I'm younger and I'm in good health. So I'll just like, whatever. Um, yeah. and it literally hit her like really quick. It was like in 24 hours and then she was dead. So I don't know. It can if, happen that quick, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there's like underlying conditions that you know that she had or anything like that, but apparently it said on the article if she was in good health. So, um, I feel like we are in a death lottery right now. Like I just that's how I feel. It's like fucking making me crazy, like and anxious, and it, like I. It's just like we don't know. Like you just really have no way of knowing. You can know like if. You're in a group that a lot of people die, but like every age group does have deaths, like just like the flu. Yeah. Um, and this is way worse than the flu, and it seems to be really unpredictable in how it affects people. Like mm -hmm. for like we don't know the reasons that that person got hit so hard and died. Like I was just reading about a guy who was saying like him and his husband had both gotten it, and the husband like got it like very mildly, and this guy's been in the hospital for ten fucking days. Hmm. So, um, yeah, and that's why it, that's part of the flattening the curve thing, because if you do need to go to the hospital and you can't get into a hospital, you are going to die because you don't get the care that potentially could have saved you. Like it could have yeah. been fine, but like, because there was no room, like that's why you have all these deaths. That's what happened. was happening in Italy. And like, well, and we, we don't want it to get it to the point where our hospitals are completely overcrowded. Because, right. for instance, like me, for instance, I am an ex-smoker. And right. let's say that the uh, hospital is completely overcrowded and there's not enough ventilators. Well, oh, this person's got a history of smoking. She doesn't get one. That's how, That's it would, how you have to shoot, unfortunately. Yeah. That's how it would fucking yeah. go down. So, like, yeah, I mean... That's why it's, yeah, it's really important to um, Delaware County stay in your homes and, you know, don't honestly, stay in your homes. New don't, Jersey, stay in your homes. Don't be, stay in your fucking homes. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, stay in your homes. Don't be fucking stupid like me and go to the grocery store on a Saturday at like five o'clock because that's when everybody was there. I was like, when I went, I was like, it's almost like you just, I don't know. It was, I felt really stupid for being there. I was like, we shouldn't have come at this time 
Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was horribly stressful. I was so anxious the whole time, like, trying to not touch my face. It's, like, exhausting. They do have, um, so for our Delco listeners, I read that, um, there's, uh, Giant is doing, um, 6 to 7 a.m. for seniors to shop. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, The Acme near me is doing that as well, the first hour. Is it 6 to 7 at the Acme, too? Um, I... I feel like it might be like seven to eight or something, but I feel like it's like the very first hour that the store is open. It mm-hmm. seems to be what a lot of the stores are doing yeah. for high risk and people over 60 or people over 65, whatever it is. Yeah. My mom's finally coming to her senses. She was even like, um, supposed to pick up her prescription yesterday and she just ended up not going cause she was like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, finally. But I told her, I said, you should see if they do delivery even. Because they probably, yeah, they probably do. do. Yeah, yeah, like, you yeah. know, like there's... I, I mean, CV, my CVS does. I've never gotten it, but they do it. Mm-hmm. So I told her, like, call them and see if they'll deliver it to her, too. Um, and I feel like that's safer for them. Like, if I worked in that store, I would want less people in the store, just like we're doing at my work. Like, yeah. we're doing, we're doing like, drop it off to you in your car. Like... Yeah. Do you worry, though, about, like, dogs and cats, like, having germs on their fur and stuff? Yeah, I do. And is there anything you guys can do about that? Like, is there... Not really. Um, yeah, I guess you can't, like, lice all the cats. What if somebody's sick and they're, like, oh, scared and they're crying in the dog's fur? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you'll get germs that way, sure. Just try not to... I try not to rub my fucking face in the dog's fur. But the thing is, like you're you're close and like we're close to each other at my work too there is no way to do our jobs six feet from each other Mm -hmm. all of us are like intermingling and mixing all the time and like that's the other reason why i think in our case like we have to keep it just to us Mm -hmm. to minimize our risk because the other thing is if one person gets it the whole place i imagine would have to shut down for a couple weeks which like hurts everybody well one thing not to mention that the other people obviously are going to get it and then like I don't like, you know, I don't even want to think about what could happen. The other thing that made me nervous actually at the grocery store, I realized there weren't that many cashiers. Like They probably want to keep it like, well, a lot of people probably don't want to work in that environment right now. Um, mm-hmm. I know Acne's hiring. Walmart is hiring 150,000 people across the country. So, yeah, I mean, that is the fucking front lines of this, that and nurses, but, like, the food people, the people at the supermarket, like, they're the ones who, everybody's in their face, they're, like, touching all the shelves, like, you Um, know, it's, like, it's... I know in Vermont they got it passed that, um, that food grocery store workers are now emergency, um, workers and get, like, free childcare and benefits. That's great. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, um, but I guess like, I'm trying to think, uh, of like some kind of Delco, uh, story or thing or something, but I don't know. I'm coming up, I'm coming up empty on that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, probably same old, same old, (laughs) same old, same old in Delco, uh, you know, um, good luck with that. I guess it's good because, I mean, people aren't, no, you're, it's just as in condensed in Delaware County as it is in Philadelphia. Like, 
Um, no. So. It's way more spread out. Everybody's, like, driving their cars individually places. It's the suburbs. It's different. I'm like, sh- I can just go from my home to my job and not see another person the entire time. When you live in the city, like, you're exposed to other people on your way, I feel. Yeah, I mean, even today, like, there was way too many people outside for my liking for today. Like, you know, and this guy, like, there was, like, this family walking, and it was, like, a dad and a mom walking a baby. And I was, like, I could just feel people were like, I have to say hi because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I was, like, don't fucking say hi to me. Don't fucking say hi to me. I was, like, turned the other way, like, behind them. I wasn't even facing them, and the guy fucking said hi to me. I knew he was going to do it. Oh, my God. And I was, like, hi. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, we're in a pandemic. Like, and you're walking your fucking baby. Get away from me. Right? I don't care. Sure. I don't, like, just because we're in a pandemic doesn't mean I have to fucking say hi to everyone walking down the street. But then, like, I felt awkward about it, and I was walking home from the grocery store, and one of my other, one of my neighbors was on their stoop, and I went to go say hi to them, and they ignored me. Motherfucker. Well, they were on their phone. They were on their phone. But I, like... Maybe they were like, bitch, don't talk to me when I'm on my phone. Well, I was just trying to, like, make eye contact and say hi, but only because of that last exchange. I was like, am I supposed to fucking say hi to everyone walking down the street because we're in a pandemic? Okay. Um, You know what? I'm going to be nice to people. I feel like, you know, I'm just, like, trying to thank the workers that I see, like, thank the person at the store. And, like, you know, I got gas. I got gas in New Jersey. So... There's the people have to pump the gas, mm-hmm. so like they're out there too, you know. There's like a lot of people that are still out there having contact with a lot of other people mm-hmm. because of their jobs, which is a double edged sword. Because those of us who are still out there, like, thank God, I'm very grateful that I still can work. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's just not really good for anybody right now. You're just between a rock and a hard place all the time, and you can't do everything perfect. I hope we get these $2,000 checks. Yeah, it's not going to be $2,000. Well, so far, it's 600 is what they've... What the, I thought it was like 1000 or 1200 No, it went down to 600 Are you fucking serious? No, I'm, I'm, I'm... Yes, I'm serious. Bernie Sanders is saying two grand. I knew that. Donald Trump is saying 600 and then... Fuck him. Fuck yeah. that motherfucker. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just... It's a lot. But um, I was actually saying, like, the most Delco thing ever is to be like, I don't want to say fucking hi to you walking down the street. Like, mm-hmm. people in Delco don't... You don't do that. You don't fucking say hi to people. That's just the way yeah, I was... You have to have a hard-ass attitude. That's just the way I was fucking raised. Like... Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't make eye contact. I don't fucking know... Like, if I don't fucking know you, I'm not saying hi to you. Right. Stranger danger. Exactly, dude. I Especially mean, in Delaware County, because everybody's fucking crazy. Yeah, really or, or like, you know, um... Yeah, everybody is fucking crazy. Totally. Um, or short-tempered, at least. Yeah, or a drunk. A drunk, pillhead. Right, yeah, yeah. We're really talking down about Delaware County right now. That's not, I mean, it's that's not experience. true. 
No, I'm you sure. Know, Delaware County has some nice neighborhoods. There's some very nice cohesive mm-hmm. neighborhoods in, in Delaware County. Delaware yeah. County has a lot of like good restaurants and a lot of banging fucking pizza places and yeah. hoodie places and yep. bars and restaurants and it, it's got a lot of character. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's get into our topic. We have like 15 minutes left. Kenny. Kenny Rogers. Uh, he's dead. He's dead. He didn't die of COVID. Speaking of which, uh, Kenny Rogers is, is very has a very special place in my heart because I and Maureen, we sang with Kenny Rogers in 1999 for with the Friendly Singers at the Valley Forge Music Center or whatever the fuck. The Valley Forge, what, what was that place called? I was trying to remember too, and it was like the Valley Forge something, something. something For some reason, general. in my mind, I like want to call it the Valley Forge Carousel, but that's not no, no. what it is. But I feel like it was like a big round building. It was round, yeah. They tore it down, which was a shame. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, because it was a cool building too. Right. I remember that not making any sense, and we convention were convention center. Was it Valley Forge Convention Center? Maybe, maybe that's what it was. I remember when we were singing there, it was like the last Christmas show and there was an article in the paper, like people didn't want it to be torn down. Like people were like upset, but like it just couldn't, it just wasn't making any money, I guess. So nobody was going to Valley Forge Convention Center. But, um, so we, Maureen and I, we were in Penny Singers. We were in a Christmas show with Kenny Rogers. We were chosen. We were chosen. He did it every year there. He did a Christmas concert every year at the Valley Forge Music Hall. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just keep calling it different names at the end. (laughs) Valley Forge something. Yeah, at the Valley Forge Fort Center. um, He, yeah, he always did the Christmas, and then he chose the Prenny Singers, although I'm sure Mr. Fisher had a lot to do with that. I bet Mr. Fisher sucked his dick. He hooked us up with a lot of cool things. Yeah, Mr. Fisher hooked us hooked us up with that. Uh, but yeah, it was it was we did have to try out to get into that choir. There was something like I guess there was like, but it was pretty big. There was like twenty of us in it. Yeah, it was a small. It was like a smaller group of like our larger choir. Yeah, um, I think maybe twenty is right. Away in a manger, no crib for a Jesus, I don't know those words. Lay down his sweet head. But it, there was those songs, but then there was like this song I still hear, and Dude, I'm like, what? oh fucking Christ, Mary, did you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this really dramatic song with like Winona. Mary, Judd. did you know? Wait, I thought it was Reba. I thought it was Reba. It was Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre, who did not come to the thing. So it no. was like us singing on the stage, like really kind of like singing while there was like a louder Mary, did you version. know that your baby boy was born to <laughs> a Wait, I don't know. I don't know the words. Did you know, did you know your baby boy would walk where angels try? Mary, did you know? Yeah. Um, and, and then we were like, we were like on this like rotating disc on the stage. I don't know if it was yeah. rotating. Was it rotating? I forget. I feel like it 
what? It was just round, but it might have been rotating because it was a round building. And um, at the Valley Forge meeting house. And we would be in the background, like ah 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 ah, like that. And, and then um, out comes Kenny Rogers with his Santa beard, and like down comes a screen with pre-recorded Reba McIntyre singing. <laughs> and we had the worst. Our costumes were such trash. Oh my god! Do you remember we had the? It was these stupid ass white um, mock turtleneck or like the uh, short turtlenecks, turtlenecks. Oh, white turtlenecks, and then these like burlap like material. Um, red vest that some nun probably made. I'm sure one of the nuns was like making sewing up those the best for us. And then they we had like to, made a belt. We had I we, feel like. no. It was that, and then it was like a black um, A-line skirt. Yes, you had to have this big, like long floor-length black skirt, which and, I feel like you had to provide. And we looked like frumpy as hell, and like it was like so bad. I was also I was kind of like, yo, if I were Kenny Rogers and this choir, I'd be like. This is not gonna work. <laughs> we like these. These girls are beat. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we did. We did. We looked fucking beat too. There was like nothing. Like when you see the picture, because there's actually a picture of us um, with Kenny Rogers, and we look. It's a frumpy bunch. Let me tell you. Like, but there was no way we could look good in these costumes. So we could, there was nothing you can do about it. They were just designed to make you look like a frumpy hoe. Um, and I remember when we were, so Kenny also, he gave us an autographed picture for, Mm -hmm. for saying for him and he gave us each $20. Oh, I don't even remember. Oh, oh yeah. You'd think I would remember the money. Yeah. That was must have been when I was like innocent. Yeah. I remember the money. Um, and, (laughs) um, I also remember, so you and I would be, and we were like, we were like, not we hated everyone in high school and we didn't talk or hang out with anyone and you and i were like in the bathroom smoking the whole time and i remember yeah you did were we seniors i'm pretty sure we were seniors i'm pretty sure even if we were sophomores even if we even if we were no we weren't sophomores definitely not probably if anything juniors but in any case i started smoking when i was a sophomore anyway I know but, you did, because I remember, but I didn't start smoking till senior year? I don't think so, Marina. I think you smoked junior year, Maybe too. Maybe junior year. If you were hanging it out with me, you were smoking. I I'm, I feel yeah. I feel bad to be that friend, but no, I... No, because there was a long time where I would be, like, have, like, part of your cigarette. Because you smoked Marlboro Red 100s, and I uh-huh. would have, like, a drag of your cigarette, and I would get, like, a buzz from the fucking nicotine that was, like, so strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you like them because they had that little like weird um cardboard the filter. The yeah, recessed like, filter. It was, like, hard filter. You so love that shit. <laughs> but they tasted good. Like they were the best cigarettes. And like I mean they I were okay. on and off. They were okay. But like in more recent years, the times that I have been smoking, uh-huh. like in the past ten years, I've gone through a couple bouts where I've started smoking again. And uh-huh. like seriously, the cigarettes like, you have to buy the cheapest shit cigarettes because they're so expensive, and they're fucking disgusting. And, like, oh, Parliaments are so good. So good. Yeah. Um, anyway. Sorry, yeah, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love... I, I, I love my... I like, my... my cigarette. I was like, oh, God, I want one. 
I loved my 100s, although I have to say I switched to Camel Lights in college, and Camel Lights and Marvel 100s pretty much taste the same. It was, like, totally... Go ahead. I would agree. I would agree. They're similar, yeah. I like um, Camels, too. They're yeah. stronger, though. So, but, yeah, you and I, I remember, I mean, maybe you weren't smoking, but I was in the bathroom smoking, and you were hanging out with me. And um, we never left the bathroom. And then Kenny Rogers' son came was hanging out with all the girls in the dressing room like he oh was God, I remember that. everyone and everyone was like fawning over kenny rogers son it was like so fucking weird and pathetic yeah. like yeah and, and you it was weird and it was I don't weird feel like he was attractive like that i mean he wasn't he, ugly or something no he, he wasn't was ugly he was not drop dead gorgeous. Um, but he like definitely purposely came to hang out in the girls like dressing room, and um, it was really funny. And like, what um, you? he had jerk off material for life from that. I, I oh yeah, totally. Um, and I just I also remember like the more popular girls in choir too were like the first ones, the first circle of surrounding Kenny Rogers' son, and then there was, like, yeah. another baser circle around them. It was so disgusting, and you and I were making fun of them chain-smoking. We were, the like, in the back, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but, like, I don't even know it, how we got away with smoking in the bathroom either, but I'm sure... I have, I have no memory of that. I must have been, like, scared or something and, like, blocked it out, because I was, like, really afraid of getting caught doing things in high school. Yeah, like not me, but you wouldn't even <laughs> been in there if I was smoking. Um, that's what I. That's what I feel like. No, I mean I remember smoking in the bathroom, like, and I, 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 if there was a bathroom to smoke in in high school, I was in it smoking. Um, like, see, yeah, yeah, I never would have. I would have never ever smoked inside a building. Like, I would have been way too scared of getting caught. I did not get off on that that, that we, stuff. Like the fear of getting caught. Yeah, um, even at, at Prendy, there was, like, certain bathrooms that, like, there was, like, on the third floor a bathroom that, like, no one ever fucking went in, and, like, you could smoke there and pretty much not get caught. I remember, I remember all smoking in that one. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Um, but, but I remember being in there when girls were smoking and, like, feeling like I was going to have a panic attack. Yeah, you were really nervous like that in high school. Yeah, I was sputters from South Park, basically. Yeah. Um... Yeah, um, so, anyway, Kenny was really nice, and, um, uh, let's, like, go, what are some of your favorite Kenny Rogers songs? I don't even, like, know any of his songs. Like, what are, what even are his songs? They're yeah, just that no one, and hold up. No uh, yeah, and hold Yeah, that's fine. No and walk away. Walk away. No and no run. run. Um, your money. When you're sitting at the table. There was another one I didn't realize he did that was in um from um the Big Lebowski. See you on a a situation I'm in. What the fuck is it? I don't know. Hold on. I hope people like our performances. Situation. See what situation I'm in? Like I forget what it's called. The first what, is situation? just dropped in. Yeah, I'm just gonna do just dropped in. That's what it's called. Let me just like um I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Oh. Yeah, that one. Okay. 
So Kenny Rogers, and I was like, I really like that song. I didn't know Kenny Rogers did that. Um, uh, what are some other Kenny Rogers songs? Um, Don't ask me. <laughs> is that a Kenny Rogers song? No. I'm cheating because I'm like supposed to be using my basic knowledge, but I'm Googling it. Yeah, I'm going to have to Google Kenny Rogers song. I can't help it. This is the way human beings have evolved this way, guys. We now have external hard drives. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, oh, I've gotten... And the other thing is just the way it is. You can't ever fucking go to any news site anymore without um, having a subscription to it. Like, yeah, I'm annoying. getting really annoyed by this. Um Let's see, one that sticks out to me. Um, what's this? Kenny Rogers, 10 Essential Songs. Just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Lucille. What's Lucille? I don't know that. That's not letting me play it. I don't know. Oh, Desperado. Maybe don't take your luck to town, no idea. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. I'm, I fucked it up. <laughs> that just makes you think of that Seinfeld episode. Um, where, it's her, where it's Elaine's dates, her, Elaine's boyfriend's song. Desperado. That's Elaine's favorite song? So she... No, it's Elaine's, boy, Elaine's dating this guy, and it's his song. Oh, okay. And then she's like, I want to have a song. She's like, Witchy Woman. I always really like that song. Like, yeah, it's a kind of a physical comedy routine, too. You gotta watch mm -hmm. it. I can't believe you don't fucking know this. Um, I don't like Seinfeld. I, we've been through this, and um, I think we're gonna have to remember to make sure to have you apologize in the next episode for bringing up Seinfeld because oh, wow fuck you how about that um oh wow how about Seinfeld's not fucking funny how about that it was a funny show no it wasn't overrated I think it's I think it's completely overrated and I hate it and I also hate people that have to talk about Seinfeld all the time um, still, well, you know, it's just how I relate to life. It has to do with Simpsons and Seinfeld. Yeah, which is like, you know, one of the reasons why you're super annoying. Well, I'm really basic. So. Um, yeah, you are. If you relate your life to Simpsons and Seinfeld, like, you know, like get a life. Okay. Um, get I'm purposely just being a cunt to you. Sorry. You get a life. We were talking about high school for too long, and I went back to my base you became, self. Yeah, you became your high school self, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Um, I don't know any of these other songs. I don't either. I'm trying to get them to play, but they won't play. Oh, wait, Lady sounds familiar. It does to me, too. I don't know if this is going to fuck up my um, sound here. Okay, let's see. Oh. lady. I think I do know that. To make this more unenjoyable, I'm going to sing it. Days or so. For those of you uh, who have not heard it, I will tell you that it was written and produced by a young man named Lionel Richie of the Commodores. Oh, okay. And it's called Lady. Okay.
got that silky you know Kenny Rogers silky he's a silky voice that's how I would describe Kenny Rogers voice it's like silk um, it is like silk wow I didn't know you were such a fan Beth uh, I, well now he's dead so it's not like anything someone actually before like just a few months ago someone posted a or no actually I feel like it was like maybe a year ago people were posting pictures of Kenny Rogers like what he looks like now and like he doesn't look at all the same and people were saying like it's a the way he looks is like he had too much plastic surgery done and it's like he's like all it doesn't even look like him anymore that's gross yeah he he looks gross yeah don't depressing when people do that yeah just like age because here's the other thing if you pull everything back you know it just doesn't look natural like it's like he was a handsome man like and I thought he was like aging just fine but like you could tell because he always had like heavy eyelids you know yeah. and whatever the facelift was like he was it was like Kenny Rogers but his eyes were like wide fixed wide open it was like scary looking and it was, it was like obvious like you just you just took your like signature of like how you look and now you're completely unrecognizable because you know whatever yeah it doesn't look like you because you changed your fucking face yeah um i always get the creepy one of i forget which jenner kendall jenner maybe i don't know one of the which of the kardashians it is but like one of them like looks like 100% like a completely different person from all the plastic surgery surgery they've had and it's like I see her face and she creeps me the fuck out like I don't yeah it's how these people are um it's creepy as fuck like I'm like also for them like is that not traumatizing for you like you've changed your face to a point where you're not even the same person anymore in like four to five years that's creepy. I mean, yeah, I guess, like, I think people don't, I, I don't know, maybe there's, like, an element of, like, body dysmorphia that happens. I've heard that with, like, people who are really into plastic surgery or mm-hmm. just, like, complete self-loathing that you can't stand your fucking face and you want to change everything about it permanently. Um, so I mean, when I was young, when I was a teenager, I fucking hated my nose. I wanted a nose job so bad. Oh, yeah, you I know? don't, but, yeah. Like, that's not really the time to make that decision unless you like some people like have medical reasons that they need it or something like that. But like, I feel like your face should probably mature before you start doing that shit. Um, so I'm going to play Dolly Parton's video for that. She posted in honor of Kenny Rogers today. And if giant um, well, she's wearing a turtleneck. She's being very tasteful. She can't um, help it. She's still those giant boobies. Giant boobies still giant and it's real well, now. Okay, ready? Shut up. Well, I couldn't believe it this morning when I got up and turned on the TV, checking to see what the coronavirus was doing. And they told me that my friend and singing partner, Kenya Rogers, had passed away. And I know that we all know Kenny's in a better place than we are today. But I'm pretty sure he's going to be talking to God 
sometime today if he ain't already. And he's going to be asking him to spread some light on a bunch of this darkness going on here. But I loved Kenny with all my heart. My heart's broken. And a big old chunk of it has gone with him today. And I think that I can speak for all his family, his friends and fans, when I say that I will always love you. Just happened to have this picture when I walked out this morning of, of us. I walked out and I thought, well, maybe I'll hold that up to everybody. So I know you're sad as I am. Uh, God bless you, Kenny. Fly high, straight to the arms of God. And to the rest of you, keep the faith. Yeah, Dolly Parton, what a sweet soul that woman is. Yeah, she's a nice old lady. Um, you couldn't see the picture, by the way. It was too far away. <laughs> uh, so, Neither Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, that was, like, probably, that was my favorite uh, tribute to Kenny Rogers I saw today. So. Yeah, you saw a lot of them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of people were posting their favorite Kenny Rogers songs and Kenny Rogers moments and how, you know, all that, all that shit. And um, I was going to post something because we sang with him in high school, but I just, I was like, I actually do find it annoying when people um, make a celebrity death about themselves. It's like so yeah, fucking weird. I know. Like, I know, same. Yeah, like, it's one thing to be, like, if you share your favorite song. I'm not saying that. Like, you share your favorite song, and you're like, I'm a big Kenny Rogers fan. I'm not saying that. I think it's weird when people are like, I met them, and I went to this concert, or, like, something, or, like, something they make it about, like, themselves. Like, I don't know why. It just seems like, especially in the age of social media, it really doesn't seem very genuine to me. Um, I was just gonna say, keep genuine. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> yeah. keep that to yourself. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Like, I'm. Yeah, I met Kenny Rogers too. Actually, <laughs> I sang with him. Oh, we just made it all about ourselves. <laughs> I fucking um, hate it when people do that. This whole episode, we're like, we sang with him. Yeah, boys. I mean. <laughs> cool kids we were like we were we were losers yeah. we were losers we were like the one doll in black standing in the corner smoking yeah. with like a bit, like a resting bitch face all the time the but really came from a place of deep deep insecurity on my part in our defense like talking about our personal kenny rogers experience on our podcast is we only have like tens of listeners it's not the same as posting on social That's media true, true. Um, and also our delco listeners are probably interested to hear about the history of the valley forge farm farm stand center um right <laughs> well there's also you know there was a group of us and that from our high school from our class that like we were the class of 1999 from Prendy. so like there's other girls it was this was like a big important thing for us and like we know that there's a group of people that like are today i probably should get on facebook i need to get back on facebook oh well yeah actually did weren't we like supposed to be like VIP alumni or something because we sang with Kenny Rogers. Yeah. And I forgot about that. And then they, they had like a luncheon for us, but the tickets were like, I don't know, like 50 bucks or something. Oh yeah. Yes. And I yes, was like, I went to it. Yep. They, yeah, you went to it. You sucker. I, well, you know what? I like forgot what it was for. Like I was like, was it just for being Prendy singers? Like, 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I opted out. I didn't go. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Yeah, they were no, like, it's $50. I, yeah. I'm like, is it free? They're like, no, it's $50. I was like, no thanks. Yeah, my parents wanted wanted us to go. I was having a really bad, I was going through a really bad time with my anxiety at that point. So please excuse me that I like don't remember details. So it was like actually, str- oh my God, I'm getting way too personal. But anyway, well, yeah, like no. stressful for me to go because my fucking social anxiety was like really peaking at that time. Oh shit! Um, it was like really painful to go. Yeah, if my that would if you were peaking social anxiety, going to like a high school reunion fucking thing would have been the worst thing to go to. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, um, but you know, my parents got the tickets, and and it ended up being nice. Actually, it was nice. Like the people at our table were nice. Um, it was nice to feel part of something, and there were also, like, a lot of speeches from other women who were, like, inducted into the Prendy Hall game, who, you know, some of them were much older, some of them were, like, younger than us, um, so it was really interesting, mm. actually. Mm. Okay. And then we all just, all the Prendy Singers girls just posed for a picture, mm. and we got a little ribbon that is actually still sitting on my nightstands. What's it, um, how's everyone aging? I feel like everyone, like, always looks the same to me when I see them. Oh, okay. Yeah, we haven't really got it. I don't know. I mean, I didn't everyone's... really see anybody that I was like, wow, like, she looks like shit. Like, well, you know, we are. Like, looks pretty good. I'm just saying, we're at the age where if you're not taking care of yourself, it's pretty fucking obvious. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, even, like, friends of mine that I see regularly in the past few years, um, I've seen some people turn to shit, like, sooner than others. It's like... This is the time where we're going to start turning to shit. Yeah. So take care of yourselves. Um, yeah. Anyway, I... Uh, so I, I don't really have anything else to add about Kenny Rogers. He was 81 when he died. Um, he It wasn't of COVID. It was natural causes. You know, he had, that is natural causes. He had freakish plastic surgery at the end of his life. Not um, natural. He left. He lived most of his life as an absolute hunk. Even as 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 an older man, he was a silver fox. Mm-hmm. Um, his son, um, you know, seemed like a nice kid uh, who was <laughs> who was definitely had the best time ever in the girls' locker room at the Valley Forge Circle Barn. And yeah, those those are my closing Kenny Rogers thoughts. How about for you? What what's I'll never forget Kenny Rogers' white beard. He's just a big white beard to me. The fake Santa who sings. Okay. The end. I bet. You're acting like I should say more. I don't know. I wonder if Reba's going to be there at his funeral, projected on a screen, singing. Away in a major, no crib for a bed. Lay little Lord Jesus, his tiny sweet head, like that, um, and or no, I mean Reba would sing. I wonder if what's a Kenny Rogers funeral song? Um, oh God, I don't know. Mary, did you know that you're baby boy? That's a really dramatic song. Yeah, uh, we also we did have. Um, oh, here you go. This is one. Um, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, oh shit, no, don't do that. I wanna, I wanna do, um, I mean, cause, you know, 
it, it's, um, you know, Kenny is an error that is now behind us in these COVID-19 days. Um, it's important to, ooh, there's a Trump commercial here. Ew. Um, how do I thumbs down this? Skip that Fuck shit. Them. Wait, okay, ready? Wait, is this like karaoke? Sunshine or in shadow, Danny boy, I love you so. That's the harmony. I'm impressed because that's definitely that's the, the low part. Yeah, that's the low part. That was definitely right. It sounded familiar. Um, <clears throat> we were remember we yeah we were gonna sing that at somebody's funeral. That's why we learned it, and then yeah. and then they canceled on us. Yeah, what was the funeral? What was I don't know. I think it was someone's mom died. Oh. I feel like it was like, yeah. Anyway. Um All right. Um, well, you decorate my life. You created a world where dreams are apart and you decorate my life by Painting your love all over my heart. You decorate my life. What if I sang this outside your window? Like a rhyme with no reason, an unfinished song. There I would have you arrested. <laughs> was no harmony like. I mean, like, there's a lady I've never seen her me. before. <laughs> she's singing outside my window. I think that she's crazy kenny and then you'd be like don't say crazy can't say that's crazy um all right all right well uh you have a good rest of your night i'm gonna eat pizza thank you everyone for listening rest in peace kenny rogers enjoy your pizza cut
I will. Thanks, bitch. Oh, bye. I love you. I love I, you. I love you too. We we have to say I love you now because it could be you yeah. Know, now it's serious. <laughs> it's serious now. <laughs> All right. Anyway, All right. yeah. Bye. Uh, enjoy it with that. Yeah. Bye. 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 See you later. Podcast. Podcast. Do do do. Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Oh, yeah, it's a four house on the hill. Two house. Two house. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts.